Hello, hello, everyone. I am Wilka Nascimento, and this is the Leadership Talks podcast. And today I have a very special guest, Jill Porter. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Wilka. Appreciate you having me. Of course, it's a pleasure to have you. So how is everything by BWI area? It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely coming back, you know, we're building out of that darn pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So Jill, uh, introduce yourself for the listeners that haven't um, heard from you in a little bit or don't know you. Uh, what do you do? And, you know, how, and I will tell later how we became, you know, colleagues in this industry. Sure, sure. So I'm currently director of sales uh, at the Maritime Conference Center, which, as you said, is right near Baltimore, Washington International Airport. We sit on the campus of MyTags, which is the Maritime Institute of Technology and Graduate Studies. We train mariners from deckhands up to pilots of ships on simulation-based technology. So it's a pretty amazing place. Uh, and I oversee the hotel and the conference center. We have 100,000 square feet of meeting space and a 232-room hotel on property. The revenue that we're generating is actually supporting that school, which is a nonprofit organization. Um, so it's a really amazing place, a wonderful culture. I'm very thankful uh, to be part of that organization. I also um, work as secretary for the board of Visit Annapolis in Anne Arundel County. And for many, many years, have been uh, working with BWI Arundel Mills Hospitality Alliance and get to sit on a bunch of other committees for wonderful organizations like the BWI Business Partnership and Northern Anne Arundel uh, Chamber. So definitely lots of things happening, which <laughs> keeps me busy uh, and is exciting. Yeah, and I think uh, actually... That's how we met, right? We were in a Visit Annapolis meeting. It was a Zoom meeting, it was a virtual meeting. And then we connected and we've been, you know, really active uh, supporting each other in our, you know, social platforms like LinkedIn. But I wanted to bring you here today because I think, you know, the work you do supporting these uh, organizations, right, that surround your location where you work at, it's amazing because I see that the collaboration between organizations, right? Me and you, we never even met in person yet, right? Right, yeah. And we've been connected like through, I think it's going to be more than a year now. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. So it's amazing like how we can support each other. And, you know, you are in the hospitality industry for a while. Um, how did you start in the business and what would be like your suggestions for folks that are interested in joining you know uh the hospitality industry sure so i kind of fell into the industry like a lot of hospitality uh folks do um i was actually a cashier at a department store working my way through college um i was uh, intending to study early childhood development and um, that department store closed and the human resources person started working at a local hotel and had a couple of positions available, reached out. And I was like, okay, I don't know anything about this industry, but sure, I'll interview for a front desk position. 
um, and the rest is history, so to speak. Um, it was a wonderful property in Columbia, Maryland, and I really got to experience all of what hospitality is about. Got to kind of learn a little bit about banquets and a little bit about the restaurant and, you know, all of the things and was like, wow, I actually really enjoy this industry. Um, and I just loved that you could meet people from all over the world standing at a front desk, you know, getting to meet and greet and serve people um, and realized a passion. Uh, continued to grow and climb through uh, the ranks, so to speak, um, within the hotel and hospitality world. Um, I've done everything from night audit up to uh, acting general manager, um, but sales is definitely where I found my passion um, and what I really enjoy. Uh, and the collaboration that you were talking about is definitely a big piece of that. Yeah, and it's it's all about one thing that I also share with people. It's the collaboration, the networking, you know, the people you're going to meet today, you know, like we met in a board where I was also uh, part of Indianapolis, you know, now I'm working virtually from home and we are still connected. We're still supporting each other. And, you know, one of the greatest things too that I've seen your personal branding, your own LinkedIn has awesomely increased you know and forgive me if I'm mistaken but I'm like so proud to see you know you go to a networking event um, and then you post a photo and you comment you know and that's what I think you know some of the folks in marketing right in storytelling are forgetting to do and share your um your support to the community, to the local community, but also, you know, to share your wins, right? Because being on a board, it's not easy, right? You have to make sure you are an active listener, but also, you know, you got to take action to help your community to attract more business into your area. So uh, what would you be like, what would you suggest, you know, for folks this day that are in the same similar role, like, you know, I was like you are uh, as a director of sales in a hotel? Well, I think I, I, I think a lot about women in hospitality, right? Because we're both women in the, the field. Um, and I think about the fact that we work really, really hard, but we have to learn how to set boundaries. Um and that other people will actually take you more seriously and respect you when you're able to have those healthy boundaries. Um, I didn't start really understanding or grasping that until I got into my 40s. And I'm not even that far into my 40s yet, so I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I definitely think that that's you know, really important. I'd also say, um, you know, don't be afraid to take on a new challenge or a new project. Um, I think, especially when we think about men within our industry and, and really in general, um, a lot of times when women don't feel 100% equipped and ready, they're less likely to take it on. Um, and I have just found that when men are presented with an opportunity to take on a new assignment or a new uh, obstacle, and they're not fully prepared, they're okay with that. They're willing to jump in and take the risk. Um, so, you know, I don't know if part of that is a fear thing for women, um, but we feel like we have to have, you know, every I dotted and every T crossed before we can jump in and, and land on our feet. 
Um, so that's something that I would definitely say is, you know, have the, the faith in yourself to jump in and take on the project um, and collaborate with other people and learn as you go, um, knowing you're gonna make some mistakes, it's gonna be a process. Um, but as you learn and as you grow and you gain more resources, you're gonna become more and more uh, excited about that opportunity, courageous. Um, but you know, you actually have to step into it and try. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Lean in, you know, um, kind of put that, maybe you feel the fear and that's okay, but feel the fear and do it anyway, you know? Um, you and I talked a lot about collaboration already, and I think that's a really big key part for me, especially um, just always looking for a way to serve people, um, always looking for a way to assist or connect people. Um, I would much rather have a conversation with somebody and know that it's not necessarily the right fit for me or, or maybe what I have to offer isn't going to meet that need, but I have somebody that could, or there's an organization that would be a really great resource. Um, so I'm all about that, you know, collaboration and connecting people, um, and surround yourself, you know, with capable, competent, confident, caring women, um, who are going to celebrate with you, uh, care for you, encourage you. Um, and then of course, do the same thing for the women in your own realm, right? Uh, we all have other women that we're influencing. Do that same thing for them. Um, and I think I said this earlier, but definitely being a servant leader, um, you know, making pathways to bring others into the room or bring others to the table, um, caring for your staff, your team members, your customers, you know, whomever it might be, but really from a genuine heart, um, lead people with, you know, servanthood. And I love what you said, you know, because you're going to be an example, right? Um, and I think, also totally totally agree you know like you have to be an example as well to folks that are starting you know like your colleagues at the front desk like I've worked um you know from you name it you know from housekeeping to uh and I'm not talking about just the pandemic right <laughs> I'm talking about like how I started my career here but mm -hmm. when I talked to some people and they were like what you you did that and I'm like yeah and I have no problem letting you know that I know how to do this job because I don't have to be promoting every single step of the way or what are my side gigs that I did or not do you know I had a I remember I had a customer one time I was like I was actually uh, working throughout the pandemic was making um preparing the breakfast right the breakfast to go bags and they were like but I thought you were the manager here and I was like my dear we do it all you know we get <laughs> into the program we we do it all believe me you know you don't even know what I do in the back of the house I'm doing laundry I'm folding towels you know it's not mm -hmm. perfect but you know I'm trying my best over here <laughs> so yeah, and I think that we're better salespeople because we've done some of those operational things, right? Um, because we're not uh, selling the nightmare and making that, or making that, selling the dream and then making them service the nightmare, I guess <laughs> is sure. the, the whole saying, right? 
like, you're not going to do that because you remember what it's like to stand in their shoes and do that specific task. And, um, you know, you want to set your team up to be able to create wow moments for your customers. Um, if you're not setting them up for success, then you're not doing it correctly. You know, it's supposed to be a team. And uh, especially if you've been in those roles, you know what those people need to be equipped and to be able to really fully serve those customers. Absolutely. And another point also, it's like you have to, you know, I was talking to a colleague the other day and I was like, you have to cheer yourself up, but you have to cheer your team up. Right. And I saw somebody posted, oh, you know, it's Valentine's Day. We have cupcakes and this and that. I'm like, it's great. Right. But like how really caring that gesture is you know and I think on the day-to-day -day basis you know you can show that to your colleagues um, you know I have worked with different people from different backgrounds different cultures and you know the hospitality bring us all together right like I, I worked in a hotel in New York City for example my entire housekeeping team was Chinese and my office fun fact was like sitting at the storage room at that property, um, share, I shared my office with the housekeeping manager and she was Chinese. So every time, you know, I walked into the, into the, um, into the office, Aka storage room, right? I would be like, Hey, you know, good morning. And I like, she's teaching me, you know, how to speak some of the words in, in her language and people, they see that you care. They see that you're interested and you are, uh, you know, part of their, their, day-to-day -day lives, right? Because also I think leadership, it's about not just being like, hey, here's a trophy for you. Thank you so much for all of the revenue brought into, you know, this hotel in 2019, right? <laughs> because we don't see much of those in 2020 or 2021 running around right? in the sales world. But other than, you know, having to show them like really what it is, you know, you be there with them. Like I can name it, you know, so many hoteliers that I've worked with um, that were, you know, inspirational and, you know, I think leadership, it's about that. It's like how you inspire people to be better and do better, but not just, you know, one day out of the year, but it's yes, on a daily basis. Um, and, you know, what, do you, what are your thoughts for, you know, leadership in hospitality in 2022? What would be the message, you know, for your team, for people that are listening right now? Well, I think you hit some of that on the head. We work so many hours within our businesses. It's gotta be fun, right? It's gotta be that you're engaging with people and enjoying the time that you have with those people. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to people, right? Like we serve people, we work alongside people. That's what this job is about. Um, so really, like you were saying, embracing those relationships um, and taking the care to listen. And, and, you know, I know we're all so busy and especially right now, you know, rebuilding out of the pandemic, we're all wearing way too many hats um, and feeling a little stretched, but putting the pause button on those things for a minute and having a real dialogue and conversation with people goes a really long way. Um, I think if, if I was kind of going to talk to somebody who was considering, you know, getting into the hospitality world, um, 
I would first of all say, you know, consider the different educational resources that are out there. You know, there are so many opportunities now, um, whether it be certification or going to college route um, to be able to learn hospitality. Um, but whether you decide to take up those, you know, educational moments or not, you know, jump in, have a positive mindset and a positive attitude um, and a high work ethic. Um, that goes a long, long way. If you're willing to take things on and run with them um, and work really hard, it'll take you far. Um, there are, you know, a lot of free resources. There's certified uh, meeting professionals and things like that that you can go after. Um, I'd also just, just encourage that it's a fun thing. Like you're going to get to be exposed to people from all over the world um, different points of views, different experiences. Um, maybe you'll get a chance to travel yourself, um, but no matter what, you're getting a chance to serve others. And I think that's a really exciting opportunity um, to be in hospitality and get to serve other people. Um, it's rewarding. It's very diverse. You get to learn all kinds of skill sets <laughs> during COVID. It was even, you know, COVID testing. Who, who thought we would be COVID testing administrators? But it's on the resume now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also diverse in the, in the aspect of you can work in so many different areas of hospitality and tourism, right? It's not just hotels and conference centers and things of that nature. You've got restaurants and attractions, you know, there's a lot of other opportunity um, that I think of when I think of hospitality and tourism. Um, we talked a lot about serving people with intention. Um, and I think that's really important, whether it be your boss, your colleagues, your clients, um, that's going to go a really long way. Uh, and anybody who's in your sphere of influence, you know, telling that story, using those platforms to be able to, to share who you really are at your core. Um, we talked about networking. You were saying, Jill, you post things all the time after you network. Um, yeah, networking is a huge thing. You know, you've got to be engaged with the community. Um, and that's how you create that network of collaboration. Uh, because then you start to know, oh, this person handles this particular thing, and this person's an expert or a subject matter um, expert in this field, so I can connect these people to one another. Um, so that's definitely very important to me. Um, volunteer, you know, that's a really great way to kind of get your foot in, learn a lot, um, volunteer with different organizations. As you know, I'm on a couple of boards and things like that, but it can be as simple as there's a big event coming into town and they need a couple of people to direct traffic at the airport. You know, those are great engaging ways to just get involved um, with tourism and hospitality. Yeah, and and a fun fact too, like I've, you know, love that part. I was even um, on my own time, right? I was um, volunteering to teach English as a second language. And I'm like, I'm not the perfect teacher, right? <laughs> but hey, you know, yeah. the little bit that I know, I want to share with people, you know? So I think, you know, there is opportunities for sure. Like I remember when I worked in California, the organization that I worked with, we had uh, AIDS walk, you know, to support um, and we would raise money and it was a beautiful Sunday morning. We walked in five miles in the park together, right? So it's like, it's definitely what you said. It's about the community. It's how, you know, help, you know, another uh, sector. 
and you can network in, and grow those relationships and foster it. Uh, you know, I can guarantee you, you know, the same people that I walked on that walk in, in, in San Francisco, I talk to them, I have their cell phone number, they have my cell phone number, they ask me questions, we are still in touch, and that's been like probably six years now, you know, so in New York, I did, um, we went to volunteer for uh, elderly home, and we painted, so I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I was like, hey, I love painting, you know, after a couple hours, I was like, I can't paint anymore. What can else, what else can I do? <laughs> yeah, you know, we also get a lot of opportunities to touch children, youth, um, on both sides of my world, the hospitality world and the academic maritime world, um, where we have youth come in and just get exposed to these different job opportunities. Um, you know, because if they don't know that hospitality is a potential career opportunity or that becoming a mariner is so much fun and, and you know, exposing them to these different opportunities and career possibilities is really fun. So we've gotten an opportunity to do that quite a bit through some summer youth programs. Um, we actually have an engineering program that's coming in in a couple of weeks. That's all students coming through to learn about the maritime industry. Um, so yeah, it's really fun to volunteer. Um, and I love it, you know, that you were painting and kind of got tired of the painting, but it is, it's really fun to get outside of what you normally do, right? Your routine and do something else, a little engaging and kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. And I think also, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but you know, I worked by the BWI area years ago. And you know, one thing that I love about this area, Maryland, and you know, I live about 20 minutes from the airport and I tell people all the time I was like oh my god this airport's in and out I flew from uh you know BWI to Brazil and it's like one-stop shop you know and it's easy it's, it's yep. smooth you know and I love it you know I can park my car I can come back my car is like everything is so quick and so easy to do you know and I definitely appreciate you know all of the folks in the industry that you know makes that transition for us right like because in the end of the day too we are not just the servants uh, but we also are customers right because you travel you go on vacation with your family you know like you want to be able to recommend and use right the 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 facilities that you know that it works well in your area so yeah. this is for me like a huge one you know i i talk to hotels hoteliers right basically on a daily basis and you know i i, I somebody asked me the other day i was like oh my god you know i see you on linkedin and you're doing podcasts and what are you making what is the money i was like this is my project and uh, i think it's something to influence others but also to highlight right like what other people in the industry are doing to help the community and to inspire as well so you know I think the the connection that I've had you know with you on that meeting and then the conversations afterwards I know we were supposed to meet for coffee and never happened yet <laughs> 
Well, you know, it goes back to that whole personal branding piece that you were really um, talking about. And, you know, yes, it's a lot to manage. You know, sometimes it does feel a little daunting, especially when you have a million other tasks on the to-do list. And I'm also a mom of two. So, you know, you've got that and the husband and everybody else that needs to be taken care of. Um, But I think at the end of the day, authenticity is key. Um, so my advice to other people who are thinking about, you know, personal branding and how do you do this is just be yourself. <laughs> if you're struggling with who you are, then do some inner homework, you know, do, <laughs> do some healing, gain some clarity. And I'm so sincere about that. Um, I think that you and I have talked a little bit offline before about some of our health journeys and things like that, you know counseling isn't a dirty word, gain a little insight, read some books, um, you know, get some advice from somebody that you trust and find meaning in your life because it, it will really give you clarity. And then you can be yourself even on social media, you know? Um, so I, I think finding out what's really important to you and what's your specific message and how do you want to portray yourself um, in the world, you know, uh, is really, really important. And once you have that definition and kind of that foundation in place, um, it's easy to share with others, right? Absolutely, um, for sure. And I think you, you, you nailed down, you know, like I did see, you know, it, it's like, sometimes people are like, oh, wow, this is very, um, authentic right and I'm like well I'm not going for that I'm just being myself right and I think that as human beings we have oh you know do I look good or oh my hair needs to fix this and and then honestly and you know I, I actually every time I go to Brazil I feel that pressure but I'm like well honestly I don't have I don't let it get it to my skin because I know who I am I know where I come from I know what I got Right. And I think yeah. uh, the experience and it's it's exactly what you said earlier, too. It's how you um, protect your own energy, but also you set up boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. For people yeah. like, oh, you can say whatever you want to say, you know, and it's not going to affect me because I know who I am and where I come from. So having this. Uh, comfort with yourself and confidence, you know, will definitely help you on your personal branding piece, but also not just on your career or where, you know, the company you work for or where you located, um, that can be anywhere, right? Because you don't change your personality because you go to another job or you go to another country or, you know, whatever you go, you are who you are. Yeah. You know, so I really think people need to get that, like you said, you know, do some inner work. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, I think one thing, and this, you know, can turn into another conversation for sure. But I think uh, in the hospitality business, right, it's like the connection in people will feel good when they come to you for a side tour. You know, I've seen you doing some side tours and, you know, you've shared you know, pictures and you're energetic, you want to be out there, you want to get and you want to close those businesses. I see you're hiring people. So who doesn't want to be with somebody with an organization that is positive and is featuring and it's highlighting, you know, the, the colleagues that work with you that surround you and make who you are, you know, so I think Joe, you do a great job at that, 
And thank I you. thank you so much for, you know, having, taking this time, you know, giving this time of the day. And I know it's a little late <laughs> for you. No, but thank <laughs> you for considering me a trusted advisor. I think at the end of the day, that's what we all need and want from one another in business and in life. Um, so thank you for your time, Wilka. And you've been such a positive influence on me, even though we haven't met in real life. <laughs> um, but we definitely will be changing that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. 2022 is here and we need to take some action, right? <laughs> definitely. So Jill, like one last thing, how can people get in touch with you um, and how you would like to be connected with folks that are listening to the podcast right now? Sure. So if you're interested in learning more about Maritime Conference Center, you can go to www.mccbwi.org. I'm definitely on LinkedIn. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and all the places. Um, but you can always email me directly at jporter at mccbwi.org as well. Thank you so much, Jill, and you have a wonderful evening, and I will talk to you soon, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Sounds good, Wilco. Thanks so much. My pleasure.